Hello everyone, this is Zeno Dasa, and welcome to another episode of Strange Resonance. Today we're going to be talking about not possessing people. But before we get into that, I wanted to quickly mention, if you want to help support this podcast, help support me, and help support the people who are supporting the podcast, and you can do that by going to strangeresonance.com and clicking on my community page. There you will find people like the Curvy Unicorn Thrift Boutique, who sells discount clothing, awesome clothing that are rare finds, and a reasonable price. Personal friends of mine who have helped support me, I've supported them, we're building community. You'll also find links for Four Visions Market. Four Visions Market is trying to help the people of the Amazon, supporting them by sharing their shamanistic tools and medicine with the world, and by using the Magic Fund to help fund reforestation. You can find links to both of these in the description of this podcast, or you can go ahead and go to my website, click on the community page, find information there. If you find something you like on the Four Visions Markets website, I have a discount code for 10% off here in the description of the podcast and on the website. Now to get to today's episode, don't possess people. Now you may be hearing this and you're like, I'm a poltergeist or some shit. Uh, How do you possess people? Now we're going to talk about it in the way of possession as far as owning something. Now I'm not saying that in the sense of slavery because that's just a dark topic that this, this, this is not the podcast for that. We're not going into that. People tend to want to possess other people and a perfect example of that is a relationship. When we find someone we love, we find someone we value, we don't want to lose them. This can manifest in one of two ways. We go out of our way to create a situation where they never want to leave it, so we dump all of our time and energy into creating this amazing situation they'd never want to leave. But we do this at the cost of neglecting ourself, our own goals, our own self-love, our own desires, our own dreams, just so we can keep somebody in place. Then we have another version of this that is just very, it's a fucking dark way of doing it. To keep them in place, we make them think there is nothing better than the situation they already have. And you see this by trying to limit who you can hang out with, your friends and family, who you interact with, anyone that encourages any sort of individualism and freedom. We're like, oh, you need, they're a horrible person. And so it becomes a trapping mechanism. We're trying to trap this person because we're terrified of losing them. And it can be because we don't want to share their love. They could be an amazing person and we just, for some reason, get it into our head that, oh, I, I, I don't want any possibility of losing them, so I'm going to limit all these factors. And some people are just straight up assholes and see other people as possessions, like, okay, you're mine now, this is what you signed up for. Regardless of how that bullshit manifests, it's a trapping mechanism, which is also not healthy to anyone because if you're the person doing the trapping, yet again, all your energy is going into keeping a person trapped. So again, you're giving up your goals, your dreams, your passion, because you're dropping everything you have into keeping a person trapped. Trapping someone is kind of fucked up and you shouldn't be doing that either. But we tend to do this as microaggressions. And I uh, I really hate that fucking term. And here I am using it just because it gets used for a lot of whining. We'll put it that way. But it doesn't change the fact that if we're looking at the definition of what it is to have a microaggression, it fits the, you know, it fits the bill. It's the ticket. It, it, it matches up. And so really what that is, is this is what it will look like. And this can manifest as insecurity. And it usually is insecurity. There are other causes for it, but insecurity is the biggest cause. So here's an example. Obviously, I'm going to do it from a male perspective. Uh, doesn't mean it's the only perspective. But just because I'm doing it from a male perspective, it really goes both ways. It doesn't matter if it's male or female. 
but I'm going to describe it from a male perspective because I am a dude. So you get an insecure dude who has a beautiful, amazing girlfriend. That beautiful, amazing girlfriend has some friends that aren't necessarily savory. They maybe encourage bad stuff. We all have those friends. We all have those friends that even like to poke and stir the shit just for the sake of poking and stirring the shit, and it's not gender-specific. None of this is really gender-specific. But you know your girlfriend or your wife or whoever it is has these friends, and each time they go around them and they come back, they come back with these thoughts and ideas where you're just like, oh my god, you feel like it's going to put your relationship at risk. And so instead of dealing with it, you just want to, oh, I'll encourage you not to hang out with those people and so we start to encourage segregation which if you listen to any of the other episodes you listen to the beginning the uh, episode on the philosophy of what this is epinocism segregation is the root cause of a lot of the issues in this world if you have to segregate your girlfriend from her friends or her family you're the bad guy dude you're the bad person it's not necessarily guy girl you're the bad person you shouldn't have to segregate someone's life to get them to stay with you because here's the real fact someone loves you they're not gonna let some random friend spout bullshit and come home be like oh maybe i shouldn't love this person anymore and the reality is even if it did work that way that the person you loved went and hung out with friends and they were able to talk them out of the love they have for you what they had wasn't necessarily something worth keeping to start with so let it be because here's the amazing thing about love here's the amazing thing about friends and family that are worth keeping in your life instead of trying to possess them you have to be my friends don't be friends with those people because they'll, they don't agree with me. So I don't, I want to segregate you or just any sort of separation because you don't want your situation challenged because you don't want to be questioned. Life is full of questions. And if you're somebody who doesn't like questions, you're somebody who also doesn't like growth. You should be questioning everything. And that includes yourself, your own thoughts, your own beliefs and ideas. When someone loves you, truly loves you, and they're ready to commit to that. They choose to stay. And it's just your job as the person receiving that love and loving them back to just be thankful that they choose to stay. Each day you wake up and they're still there, it's a blessing. It doesn't mean worship them and be petty or be pathetic where you're just like, my life means nothing without you. No. You acknowledge how great they are and how blessed you are that they're still in your life. And if they love you, they will be doing the same. And so what you get is two people waking up, looking at each other in the morning and going, God, I love you so much because you chose to still be here to be with me. And you show gratitude. And they're doing the same for you. That insecurity isn't part of the mechanic. That you're not sitting here going, oh, they could leave at any moment. And they're not thinking the same thing. There's no trapping. There's just appreciation. You have to make peace with the idea that you may wake up one day and the person that you've loved fiercely is no longer there. And that could be many circumstances. I know this is getting a little dark, but we could lose them one day. That could be death. That could be they took a turn on their life path and it meant that they moved away from ours. Love is accepting the possibilities and being thankful for each day you have with that person because you don't know when it could be the last day. Be it they leave this world, they feel a calling to something else, or maybe they still love you so fiercely, but they feel a calling in life and they know that for them to answer that call, they need to separate paths. We can't control these things and we shouldn't try to control these things. Because as soon as we try to control these things, we are trying to possess another person. We're trying to trap them, say, hey, you stay here. You have value to me. I don't want you to go. Be my songbird. Get in your cage and be happy. And oh, I'll shower you with all these gifts so you can be happy with the cage. And we work on trying to build this aquarium. We try to build this zoo exhibit where we try to keep something in captivity and try to keep it happy. But we try to keep it safe. 
We try to keep it so it can't get away. And it doesn't matter if we do this out of love. It doesn't matter if we do this to protect a friendship, a relationship, try to protect innocence. Regardless of our motivation, it is never okay to try to possess someone, be it their mind, be it their body, be it their spirit, be it any aspect of them. We should be appreciating each other and be thankful because if you're living your life and you're being true to yourself, then you can accept things for what they are. You are good enough by yourself. You don't need friends. You don't need family. You don't need lovers to be complete. If you find yourself needing to trap people or possess people, it's probably because you have some work to do. If you have insecurities in the back of your mind, hey, what if she finds another man or another woman that she loves more than me or whatever the situation it is? Don't empower those insecurities don't act on them they're opportunities for you to grow because i promise you when you love someone and it comes with freedom they will love you fiercely if their heart is in the right place don't try to predict everything that could go wrong because that is a universal massive colossal task that no human being let alone organization of people can control what i'm talking about is free love And I don't mean free love like, hey, fuck as many people as you want, how often, who cares, open relationships, multiple partners. That's not what I'm talking about when I say free love. Free love is when you love someone and it doesn't come at the cost of a cage or entrapment. You love them and part of loving them is realizing they can freely make their own choices and decisions and you're just happy that they choose to be with you. That's the gift. When people choose to share their love with us, be it a relationship, be it friends or family. That's where the value's at. That's when everyone can be themselves and they don't have to sacrifice their goals and dreams to be with somebody, to have friends, to have companionship in all its many forms. You can never, ever truly possess another human being because you can take their physical being and put it in a cage, but their mind, their heart is somewhere else. You can take someone and you can tear them down mentally. It doesn't prevent them from longing for something else, something better, something more pure, however it manifests. It is impossible to possess another human being. Best kind of love, the best kind of friendship, the best kind of support is when someone chooses to give you that support simply because they care. Not because they feel obligated, not because they depend on you financially, but because they care and they stay because they love you. They stay because they want to see better for you. But to understand free love, we have to also understand the flip side, that things can change and that's all right. People fall out of love. People have situations where, man, they're going to school and they're going to school for this one subject and you've known it from the beginning, but oh, the next step is they have to go to a different state to go to a school that specializes in that field. Did that person stop loving you? Hell no. It's a situational thing. And are you going to tell them to give up their dreams in life so you can keep that love to yourself? No. Now, is it going to hurt like hell? Absolutely. That will be painful as hell to give away, to let go of something you love so dearly. I summarize it this way. Any relationship, any friendship, any support is only worth having when it is given freely, when you show appreciation, and they show appreciation because you're giving the same to them. Your love and support freely. You don't give it at a cost. You give it because you want to. And you stay and support them in the rough times because you want to. Human beings need to stop trying to trap each other. It's not just love. Love is just a mainstream thing that it happens a lot in. But we see it in our ideologies. We use guilt. Just thinking about that 
That makes my heart heavy because we see it all the time. People use guilt to keep someone in a relationship. People use guilt to keep someone as part of a religion that they don't necessarily resonate with. People use guilt against other family members to get them to do things they don't want to do. People use guilt to make up excuses on why you should make up for their shortcomings. Why you seeing value in yourself and your time is selfish of you. Don't buy into the guilt. Buy into the love. Work on loving yourself unconditionally and work on loving others unconditionally and that means loving without putting terms on your love. Now of course I'm not saying if they're adulterous and they cheat on you that you should love them anyway. I'm not saying that. You don't put terms on your love. You give it freely and when it's being reciprocated that's great but when someone does something like that where they cheat on you well you can see that as an act of aggression against your love. You're still giving your love freely Someone just decided it didn't have value. And that's on them. And when these things happen to you, you're not the victim. Yes, it happened to you, but they didn't happen to you because of you. You stand your ground and you show that value in your love. Don't trap people because you don't want to be trapped. Don't manipulate and guilt people because that is trapping people. Love freely and ultimately appreciate every day that someone's willing to give you. But don't appreciate it at the cost of your own self-worth. Because if that person feels the same love you do, they will appreciate every day you give them and it becomes a mutual thing. Love freely. Don't possess people. Don't possess people with your ideologies, your thoughts, beliefs, your politics, your religion. Because that's part of loving freely. Oh, you're a different religion? Well, that's not for me. You may not even think highly of the religion they chose, but you know what? That's not your path. Here's my love, man. As long as you're not trying to segregate or guilt or control me or possess me, that love is there for you. I'd like to challenge you to look at your life, to look at the things you love and ask, do I love freely? And is that love reciprocated back to me freely? Are my friends my friends because they want to be and they value my friendship? Or are they my friends because there's something to gain and that's what they value and they don't value my friendship? Does my family love me because they care and family means something to them? Or do they love me because I have something to gain? Does the person that I share my heart with love me and appreciate me for who I am? Or do they stay because they're more in love with the situation than the person that's helping create it. This is some heavy stuff, guys. This is some stuff that can spin you out if you think about it and you dwell on the wrong parts. Think these thoughts and take them into a meditative state with you. Because really all what you're asking is, do people appreciate what I have to give? But the bigger question is, do I appreciate others for what they have to give? And am I loving them because I want them in my life? Or am I loving them because there's something to gain? Some deep work, but the work is worth it. Reflect on that. Take some time. And if you come into any moments of doubt, just remember to love yourself. And everything can and will get better as long as you breathe. Everything can get better. You just have to choose. Thank you, everyone, today for being here with me. I know that is a little heavy. It's a, it's a heavy concept. But like I said, be true to you. Get out there in life. Explore. Be open-minded. Don't try to define things. Just take those experiences and grow. I'll see you all next time.